You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico with you. Woohoo! Hello, Rico. Hi. You good? <laughs> we're, we're fine. <laughs> we are fine. Um, I don't know we just had these veiled conversations <laughs> on the air. Nobody knows wish, what we're talking about. I wish we could. We I wish could. I could. No, no, no. We don't we need could. to. No, it's way too... No. We, way too, make, we can make stuff up. Way too delicate. Yes. Act it like is. it would get back to the the situation. What if? At hand. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it would. I think it would be delicate. We could always bring Nathan in. We could, but hopefully, hopefully people find out soon enough. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. <laughs> it's seven we, weeks. That's all we need. In seven weeks, you will all find out what we are talking about <laughs> that right day. Now, that day. So mark your calendars. <laughs> seven weeks from today. Ask us on the air. And, I know this and is, we'll let you know. I know this is really bad radio, so I apologize. No, I don't care. But we'll let you know. Seven weeks from today. I need everybody on the text line right just, now, 402-464-5685, to, to, text in, <laughs> to text in marked. What, what to day? To let me know that you marked it down that seven weeks from today, you will ask One, us, hey, two, three, <laughs> hey, four, what, five, uh, six. Holy what were you guys talking about on that day back in March? Seven weeks to the day is May 16th. I'll let you guys know. That's a far, far ways to it wait. It is. In for the long haul. I believe in you. We're here for the long Time haul. Time to get in shape, baby. <laughs> Time to work out. Woo! <laughs> get swole. Anybody needs uh Kidoba guy says, Mark, you guys can count on me. What will, will, what yeah. will really be bad? Time to look like a Division Time One athlete. <laughs> <laughs> what, will, what will really be bad, Rico, is if like we forget it's like it's all in the past, like whatever. And then in seven weeks, somebody asked. I'm like, oh man, dude, be really, that would be terrible if <laughs> if if the situation <laughs> took a left turn. <laughs> seven weeks from today, we'd be like, oh damn, damn. damn. Remember, remember how excited and happy we were? <laughs> hey, and Eric, I'm I'm assuming <laughs> that bleep you guys means love you guys. And you know what? I love you too, Eric. <laughs> Jeremy, Jay, and Lincoln. I'm guessing Eric's got it marked. They all got it marked. All so right. Good job. Seven please, weeks from today. Please don't take a left turn. <laughs> please take a right turn. Please. Uh, Nick hits ding. Somebody just goes, Nick hits dingers when he gets stolen for Parks and Rec softball. <laughs> well, let's hope. That's Maybe I should put a huddle highlight together. Ooh. That would be smart. You an athlete. <laughs> I do play slow pitch softball. Do you not know? Do you not? Do you want? not know? I'm a. I'm kind of a big. <laughs> I'm deal. kind of a slow pitch softball player. <laughs> I play in two leagues. I okay. In you. <laughs> let's get to baseball talk. Yes, let's do it. All right. So four zero two four six four five six eight five. A lot of concern uh, swirling around the Husker baseball program right now, just because they're not winning. No. Like Friday night was, I guess you could say encouraging, um, because they won. Uh, After and, you gave and up they got, four straight yeah. hits for home runs, four straight home runs, well, yeah, four straight home runs, and uh, 
they won. They were uh, they got one and zero in the Big Ten after a win against Michigan. Now Nebraska was picked first to or uh, to finish first in the conference. Michigan was picked to finish second in the conference, and uh, unfortunately, they just didn't back it up. Mm-hmm. And and it was against a Michigan team that was allowing seven, I believe, over seven runs per game in their last like two weeks of of baseball. And their pitching staff was not playing well, and they got they they beat their best pitcher on Friday night, their day one starter. They they do all the little things right for a for a short moment of time, and they're just not able to back them up. Whether mm-hmm. that's finding offense, whether that's pitching. Um, Chris Basnett had a tweet. I, I should look it up. Um, Chris Basnett had a tweet on Sunday that when me and Rico and Nathan were sitting there watching Huskers baseball. And they gave up a couple runs in the first couple innings. I need to find it here. Okay, it was three runs in the first two. Yes, innings. yes. So, right, because it was two Baz. runs in the first, a solo shot in the second. Okay, here it is. Was it the second? This was the tweet by Chris Basnett in the bottom of the second inning on uh, during Sunday's game. Nebraska trails in the first two innings for the sixth straight game. Michigan scores twice on a pair of hits, a hit by pitch, and an RBI ground out. 2-0 Wolverines going into the bottom of the second. Nebraska trails in the first two innings for the sixth straight game. Goodness gracious. That I mean, and, and obviously Will Bolt, Lance Harville, Christie, and, uh, and the whole coaching staff will tell you, like, that's not a key to success. Everybody can tell you that. But at the end of the day... Nebraska's having to worry about their guys getting out of the first four innings on the mound. Starting pitching has been a struggle this season for Nebraska baseball. They just can't. If their starters could go five, six innings, that would be pretty good. But they're getting three, four. They're not getting any type of production from their starting pitching, and that's what's leading into them being down. And and, and when you're down by so many runs, it doesn't matter if you have some type of offensive, offensive explosion because it's just... It's too too far too far gone by then. Well, it's you're you're digging yourself a hole right out of the gate. As um, so okay. I don't know if anybody saw it. Sidebar. I don't know if anybody Quick saw sidebar. saw DP's tweet about the football player and the kicking it through the upright. The basketball, the basketball player has made an appearance. Has, has come and is is sitting is on the back good? table. Let's see if Mark can do it. Can Mark do it? Buckets. Like Teddy Allen, in there. maybe it's like Teddy Allen in there. Heck yeah. Um, okay, so back to Husker baseball. But you're basically you look up and you're 30 minutes into game time, and you're already facing a 2-0 deficit or a 3-0 deficit mm-hmm. against a a team that was picked to finish second in the Big Ten, and a where you personally your guys aren't hitting well. Like no. they they aren't scoring a lot of runs, and. They they come in on Friday off of that twenty one to four loss against Texas A and M Corpus Christi, and you wonder how they're going to respond. They put up a good good showing offensively, but once again, defense boots it around and and just not doing the little things right. I said it last week, and I'll continue to say it. Um, you can weather the hits; it's the walks in the airs, and we saw it on Sunday. There was a time, there was a time at at, at one point when I was sitting next to Rico, and it was guys on first and second. And they walked the with two outs, two outs in an inning. I believe it was still a tie ball game, so it was it was around the fourth inning. That Nebraska they walked the first or the they got two outs, 
so nobody's on the base. Nobody's on base with with no, with two outs. They walk the next two batters, and they allow a a, a a double to the right right center field gap, and both those runs score. Once again, you can weather that RBI or that RBI double if you don't allow the free bases. Mm-hmm. If you don't boot the ball around, you just keep routine plays routine. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to look too flashy. If you just keep it boring old baseball. You can weather the singles. You can weather the blue pits that are. You just kind of tip your cap and say that's a baseball kind of play. Like that just happens. But when you, when you walk, multiple guys in an inning, you're asking for one base hit, and that's going to tear apart. That's going to tear apart your inning. Your quality inning for a pitcher. The rest of baseball is in, is in a fragile place right now, where they have been giving free passes to teams left and right whether it come from a walk whether it come from a hit by pitch whether it come from an error and once that happens something in their minds doesn't go right mm-hmm. and that's when they give up unti- untimely hits for them timely hits for the opponent and that's how they find themselves themselves down by two three runs yeah every three innings like it, it no well, matter how no matter how explosive their offense is their defense right now is going to lose them more games than than win them games. They they just can't get out of their own way on the defensive side of things. The things last year that everyone took for granted, the the routine plays, yeah, just a just a routine grounder up the middle that the second baseman of the shortstop grabs and slings over to first base. Those plays aren't being made. A grounder to down the third base line, it's it's getting booted booted away from by the third baseman. The shortstop's missing the play. It's going into left field. It's just the routine things that we saw every day last year for this baseball team that you're like, oh yeah, that's a that's okay, that's mm-hmm. good job. This year, it's it's ending up in the grass. Well, and to that point or to that example that I made a couple minutes ago, where they walked two guys, they did the same thing on Saturday. It's repeating the this dumb mistakes and repeating the. Uh, the things that you can control, and, and in this in this case, right now with Husker baseball, they're repeating the bad things and not repeating the good things, mm-hmm. um, because there are flashes. There are flashes of this team uh, being able to lay down a bunt. Luke Sartori, try, like I, I played against Luke Sartori in high school, and the guy's got a cannon from center field, and he really he can run as well. It's like you got to get guys on before him so he can do his job, lay down a bunt, whether that's for a hit or he's just sacrificing the guy over. Do the job, establish the angle with the bat, and and get it to a place where where the pitcher like if you're gonna bunt for a base hit, if you're Luke Sartori, obviously like try to get into that little sweet spot between the pitcher, the first baseman, and the second baseman, where all three of those guys are caught in no man's land, basically, where they're deciding and they have to make a decision split second mm-hmm. on whether or not to convene on the ball which is a problem because then no, that vacates first base yep. or make them make a play basically where you, once again, you tip your cap. If, if they're able to communicate or if that first baseman is able to be disciplined enough to not run after the ball, if the pitcher has an angle towards first base, like it's those little things where you have to put and apply pressure on the defense. And, and that's one of the very few instances, but like with a guy like Luke Sartori, it like think about it where if, if they have a guy on first base or a guy on second base, with less than two outs, you can bunt it. If there's a guy on le- on second base with less than two, hit it down the third baseline, make that third baseman charge. But once again, that's all about doing the little things like establishing an angle with your bat. Because if you bunt it down the third or right to the pitcher, like it happened a couple weeks times this weekend, mm-hmm. that that totally negates the purpose. Like you're taking 
you're not going to allow that guy at second to either advance because he's going to be able to read speed and direction off the bat, or you're going to get him thrown out at third if the pitcher is smart enough, he can turn around, pivot, and, and just throw right to yep. third base. Because, once again, you're not making or forcing the defense to make a decision in a split second, all the split seconds decisions we talk about in baseball and how detrimental they can be. If you're not... If you're taking that pressure or that that job away from the third baseman to decide whether or not he should convene on the ball and charge, which would vacate third base, or if he's just able to step back and cover third base because the pitcher's got it because the batter um, decided not to establish an angle or get a bunt down in a, in a good direction or speed or anything like that, well, then you're you're negating the whole purpose of of the sacrifice bunt or bunting for a hit, whichever one you, you're, you're going for. You're just bunting into and out, whether it be yourself yeah, or, or, exactly. it be, or be the man on second. It, you're sacrificing your – like, you're not, not even sacrificing. You're giving up your at-bat. And, and that's where it's like in baseball, in softball, and a lot of other sports, like, you can win games by just doing your job. Like, just doing the, the – the, I don't want to say bare minimum, but just the, the, small the basic necessities of playing the sport, you win a game. And it's not easy, so I don't want to get my words twisted into what I'm saying. Is like, oh, well, why aren't they doing it? It's super easy because it's not, especially when a guy's hucking 90 miles an hour at you. But one thing I will say. With some movement. Yeah, exactly, with some movement. And, and that's part of, like, somebody said on the text line um, something about the offense is dead if they can't get their leadoff batter on. Bingo, that's, that's a good point there. Um, Ed said this. They walked a guy when they had a shift on him. And, and he's right. I will also say this, like the strike zone, strike zone was like not good all weekend, especially Friday and Sunday, I will say. Dude, Sunday was weird. Yeah. like the I don't know. Both teams were getting frustrated with the home plate umpire. I don't know what he was doing. So, like, obviously, you have to, you have to fight through that. But with baseball, you can pitch to contact and get outs if you have a reliable defense. And unfortunately, right now, the pitchers don't necessarily feel like they can pitch to contact. Mm-hmm. Like you are like if you're a pitcher, you're not trying to strike every guy out. That's why a lot of guys that don't throw in the nineties have success. Is because they spot pitches where they know they can just pitch to contact. Mm-hmm. And by pitching to contact, it's not leaving a, a change up at the belt like that happened a couple times yesterday or throughout the weekend, I should say. It's pitching to contact, throwing at the knees, getting ground balls, or getting a guy to extend his arms too early and pop up. Like, it's things like that mm-hmm. where if you have a reliable defense, that's why they had so much success last year. Like, Nebraska last year against Arkansas, if you remember, Nebraska let them hit. Like, Nebraska was letting Arkansas hit. And, and they part weren't of that trying was, to strike them out. They part, were... part of that's, like, just because Arkansas is a good team. But it's they were okay with them making contact because it was – spot like they were hitting spots whether mm-hmm. it was kp or whether it was or schwellenbach or, or even jake buns who unfortunately threw a couple in the dirt that cost nebraska but they were hitting spots and they trusted their defense to make routine plays whether that's a that's just a routine fly ball or, or a routine double play like it's little things like that that will win you baseball games mm-hmm. and and they won't be pretty they'll be boring but at the end of the day you're gonna look up at the end of the season and go man we're in first place in the big 10 and we're second to last in the country in airs. It's really like it's boring stuff. It'd be it'd be much better to win a game three to one, uh, with a couple sacrifice bunts and 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 a couple you know 
singles and maybe sprinkle in a double and no home runs than lose a game yeah. seven to six and you have three bombs. Like, yeah. I, I'd rather get the win. I'm well, going to be honest. And, and it, stinks. it stinks because you do, like I said, you see flashes. You see Griffin Everett having a great season this year, and you see Bryce Matthews offensively having a good year. And – and there's a lot of a, thing, a lot of players to be excited about, like Garrett Anglum, who's a freshman, and Core Jackson from Toronto, or from Ontario, excuse me, who's a freshman. Like, careful. <laughs> there's a lot of things to be excited about, but I would much rather be excited about them when they are allowing less than seven runs ball a, a ball game, or they're not trailing um, six straight games. Yeah, six straight games in the first two innings, and and you're having to dig yourself and come from behind. Before the game even That's gets a, going, that is a lot of stress for the well, beginning like, of the game. Well, it's like it puts a lot of pressure on your bullpen. That's already lost one of their arms in Jake Bunts. Like it puts a lot of pressure on your bullpen to go out and shut down in the in the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, and even seventh right now, when you feel like you cannot allow any runs. There's no room for error. There's no wiggle room Mm -hmm. because your offense, unfortunately, just doesn't get the job done on a consistent basis. You get in the game as a reliever. If you get, if, if one guy gets on base, it's, it's almost, it's, Almost a complete failure because it's yeah. it's just terrifying because you never know what's going to happen next. Because if somebody hits a ball, if somebody hits not a routine but kind of a kind of a harder ground ball at, at you know up middle towards you know on the corners or whatever, yeah, you don't know if that play is going to be made. I could get yeah. out into the grass and all of a sudden the guy on first is on third or running home. Yeah, so I, I just think the, like the small things are killing this team. Yeah, and the things that we not took for granted last year, but just kind of looked over because they were doing so many of the the fun and, and exciting things well on a consistent basis like moving guys over like nobody thought about that whole explanation I just gave about just making making a first baseman a second baseman and, and a pitcher decide or and even throw into the catcher you're making mm-hmm. four guys having to be on the same page in the matter of a split second decision like nobody talked about that last year because it was just being done it just happened and and so like little things like that will win you big 10 championships and and there's still time, but unfortunately now they're staring at a one and two record in the Big Ten Conference. They're staring at a below five hundred record overall, and and they need to they need to do something quick before before uh, their their season gets out of hand and and <laughs> they fail to make the NCAA tournament. Like that's where we're at. That is where we're at. Um, one team that is not lacking on the little things well and doing uh having a lot of fun winning Husker softball. We'll talk about them and do Nick Trivia for 15 bucks to the Upside Bar and Lounge. All up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.